Okay, so Lag Ba'imer is coming. And we do actually have a Lag Ba'imer podcast. Um, but I don't remember exactly. I know what it's called. I think it's called um, Three Yeshiva Guys in the Meaning of Life. But I'm going to go over it quickly. And perhaps we'll talk about some other points also. So, as follows. As follows. Every Mishnah in Pergayavis is basically telling us that Tana's like mission statement, I don't know exactly the good word for it. Um, it's, it's like a, it's ethics of the fathers. So it's a lesson that we should be able to take and, and live life using that lesson. Right, if it's knowing that the world stands on three things, Taira, Avaida, and Gemilas Chasadim, if it's knowing you may not need mili, or be as brave as a bold as a leopard and as light as an eagle to serve Hashem, or or go through many many different lessons, different angles, different aspects, different 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 lessons, how to how to absorb learning and how to grow and connect to Hashem. So now. Coming up to Lag Ba'imer, right? We know Abshimim Ba'yechai, the great mystical Tana, all the secrets of the Torah that, that were brought into this world by Abshimim Ba'yechai. So well, I would imagine that he would present, of course, his Mishnah, at least depending on which version you read, but is, is Parakimal Mishnah Gimel so that it works out at, you know, Lag, Lag. But it should be um, a mystical... It should be Kabbalistic. It should be some lesson that you know that's gonna it's gonna really help us grow in a spiritual manner and then elevate um, you know elevate us and then be a, 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 a you know a, a full approach. Especially and especially I'm sure my guy should be a, a, a you know an approach like that. So what's his what's his um, what's his what's his what's his lesson? If three people are sitting around the table. And they don't say Devrei Taira. It's as if they ate or they sacrificed to Avodah Zarah. If they do, then it's like they did a. I'm not sure exactly the lashon, but then then it's then it's um very special. So let's let's think about this. Reb Shimon Bar Yochai, and he's telling us a halacha. Halachas halachas are very important, but how do you use that? To live your life, how does that? How does that like a, a a way of life? It's hard. So, so we have to think about it. Let's go through Rabbi Shemayichai's life, as far as we know, and maybe we'll figure it out. Fine. So Rabbi Shemayichai, sitting when we first the earliest point in his history, at least as far as we know, we know about him in Gemara. Is he sitting with the Behuda Bar and Riyasi? And they're discussing the Roman Empire. And Reb Shimon Yehuda says, How great is the Roman Empire? Look what they did for us. They made these roads that we could travel on to, 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 to spread Tyra. And they made these marketplaces where we could have Parnassa so we could spread Tyra. Amazing and beautiful. And Reb sits quietly. And Reb Shimon says, Made roads to spread Tyra. Maybe that's what it looks like. But they only made it so they can make money. As the Gemara 
in, in the Farshaman, the Gemara, and Avadizara explained that Rome is all about money. Sp- spreading, spreading, it's all about their, their marketplaces and how they make money. It's all about money. And they, they're, they're marketplaces they made to make money, spread promiscuity. None of it was for a good reason. They're just trying to, 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 to increase Salem Hazard. They're not trying and, 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 and then get people to do the wrong thing. Don't, don't give them any credit. And of course, there was someone around who spread, who somehow the word got to however many people they traveled to until, until Abshem Bayechai got in trouble. He had to go hide in a cave for 12 years. Of course, a carob tree popped up and a water and a flowing water came up. And he then, um, after 12 years, he came out of the cave and him and his son were burning up fields of people doing regular work. And Hashem said, go back into the cave. He went back in for a year and he came out and he said, he told his son, don't worry, the world could die for just me and you. Leave everyone alone. And they went on and then the little story came a little bit more and that's the story. Okay, did it get us an answer yet? Mm, well, let's, 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 let's take it piece by piece. So, Rabshim Bayechai is known for his Tervis Hanigla, but as Rabbi Sohar Reisman will always tell you, first, you have to know that Rabbi Shem Bayechai, what comes before Nigla Nister? I mean, Tervis Hanister. What comes before Tervis Hanister? Tervis Hanigla. Right, you go to, you, you go to big Chashev Makubal, and you ask him, uh, I know this, I, I'm reading about, about Abjin, a Yemenite Makubal, and, and I don't know where he lives. So he to me, he said, I want to learn Kabbalah. He said, do you know Shulchan Arach? Do you know, do you know, do you know Mr. Brua? Did you learn Gemara? Or as Rabbi, Rabbi Akafilel, or Rabbi Akafilel, and also said, if you want to test someone to see if he's a real Kabbalist, ask him to explain to you what Taisvis increases. If he can explain to you that, then you can start working and checking and seeing if he's a Kabbalist. But before you get to Kabbalah, you know we'll call it Arakula. So, so let's see. Rabshim Bayechai and Nigla, where is he? He's probably, I don't know, every third page, every fourth page, but maybe every fifth page of Shas, he's, he's very, very common. Very famous discussions, Rabshim Bayechai. In Shabbos. Tavrshen and Mitzchavin, Mutter Ratzer. Rabbi Huda and Rabbi Shimon have this machlaikis. Rabbi Huda says you drag a bench across a, a field and you make it two furrows, that's called plowing. Shimon says, if you wanted to plow, then it's called plowing. If you wanted to get your bench to the other side of the yard, that's called getting your bench to the other side of the yard, which is not a malacha in the Mishkan. And therefore, we go after your machshava, and you didn't do any malacha. He goes, it goes by your, your thought. It goes by your intention. If you thought to do malacha, that was a malacha. If you thought to do, um, to do, um, if you thought to do, to just drag a bench, so you drag the bench. So much so, the Gemara in, in Avadizara, which I just saw, actually said that when the Romans come, they present their whole case, similar to Hashem Hashem says to them, you, you made the marketplaces to set up Zaynus, you made the bridges and ta- to collect taxes, and you made the, and, and money, the money, the gold and silver you, that, you, that you've given out, that's not yours, that's Hashem's. So it seems like Gemara there, Pascal, like Hashem it goes by what you thought. Your thoughts were, were whatever they were, and that's and that's how we that's how we judge you. So So what did he do for twelve years in the cave? He he learned the tires and Nigla and Mister. I don't know exactly every detail, 
He was going through many different secrets of the Torah, and 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 he came out, and he his mind was very much focused. His shita and brachas is that you have to sit and learn, and you can't do anything else, and Hashem will take care of you. So everyone should do that. And he went around, and people were working. How could they work? They should just serve Hashem. And they were bursting into flames. So what did Hashem say? That's not how it works. That's not how this world works. You have to, you have to deal with everyone on their level. Figure out how to take your lofty level and bring it down now. Take another year to bring it down to, 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 to their level. And he went back into the cave and he came out and he showed his son that it's not, it, we're, 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 it's Kedai for, we're, the world is Kedai to have us and we could, we, could, we, could, we could be the ones on that lofty level but, but you, but you can't burn them up. And then, then, then there's a demonstration of, of then there's the next step. The man walking to home for Shabbos with two myrtle branches, and and he says and he says and they ask him why you have two branches. He says one for Zachar, one for Shamar. And Abishim Bechai says, see, look, perfect, right? This is the answer. The, the, look at what you, you didn't do. So, what, what's this part of the story? So I think that this part of the story is where we see. The development of Rav Shem Shita, which means what? Rav Shem says, if you sit by a Suda and you don't have the Vaitaira, it's like you ate from Zevchemes. What does that mean? It means that if all you're going to... It means there's a world of Machshava. There's, 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 there's a thoughts. There's a, a spirituality, right? And you should have the right thoughts when you're doing things. You should think the right things. But what's the eight to get on that track to thinking the right thoughts and infusing... Your your machshava, what you could do, you could have your machshava and it's sitting there, right? Don't want to drag a bench across the yard for Shabbos or for to make a plow or to get it across, and you could take your machshava and you could be proactive and make it get you connect connect you that closer to Hashem. How so? Take a mundane thing like a branch of a myrtle tree, and you say, you know what? For Shabbos, I'm going to get two. It's going to be zachar and shamar. It's going to be the covered Shabbos kaidish. Boom, two tw- twigs of wood. Now. It's covered Shabbos. Now it's spiritual. You're sitting around eating. You could eat like a cow, right? Means only grass. Or you could, or you could elevate your meal in a small way. Say halacha. Now you use your machshava to infuse your meal with holiness. Rav Chaim Kanievsky writes in one of his in one of his svarim. He told someone that if you if when you go to sleep at night you have a mind. You're doing it so you can learn better, so you can daven better, so you can serve Hashem better. So you sleep, you get schar for it. Otherwise, you're sleeping just like a cow sleeps, the beer is hibernating in the winter, right? You can have sleep, hours and hours and hours of sleep that, 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 that are just sleep. But you can take them all. They're used to it. Your sleeping is the key now of your mitzvahs, right? You can use the same lesson. All of a sudden, this lesson, you start applying it everywhere. You're two minutes of, of Torah by the meal, so just mitzvah. You're... you're, you're Four second thought. I mean, have this sleep to help us to help serve Hashem. Eight hours of mitzvah. Let me eat this apple. To, right? It's it's Hashem showing you. Yeah, take take the little things. Every mundane thing, you could take it and bring it to the next level. You could you could you could infuse it with spirituality, and that's why that's his, that's his lesson. Start with that small little step, and you'll start on your path to be like Hashem Meirachai. And living that really spiritual and meaningful connected to Hashem life. Mitzvah Shem. Shkoyach.